Chapter 4 It was a week after the two legs had first come to the house, and they were paying more visits now and then. This time only the elder two legs came in, with a box in one of the two legs' hands. Tuta and Nostal nervously edged forward and sniffed at the box suspiciously. They started to dab it with their paws, but it wasn't so interesting, so they began to slowly pad away until they were picked up by the two legs and lifted into the box. They scrambled to try and get out, but the edges were too high. And the two legs had put a lid on the box so they couldn't crawl out. The only thing they could see out of was a little hole in the side of the box wall. So they sat helplessly as the two legs carried them out of the two-legged nest and into the belly of the monster. They were put in the back of the monster between the two two-legged kits. They poked their fingers into the holes and she and Nostan playfully tried to catch them with their paws and teeth. They soon came to a different two-legged nest and the monster stopped and they lift, lifted the box out of the back of the monster and carried it into the new two-legged nest. They entered the nest and the two legs opened the box so they could see. They immediately bounced out and began to sniff around. A big and white dog, a big black and white dog, bounded to the two legs and the smaller two leg kits gently stroked the dog. Tuta shrank away, her tail fluffed up twice its size, but Nostan wandered forward and stretched his head out so he could sniff the dog. The dog slowly turned its head towards Nostan and glanced at Tuta crouching behind him and back again. The dog stretched its nose to sniff Nostan and unexpectedly touched his noses with him. Nostan jumped back in surprise and whispered to Tuta, He's an old dog, he won't hurt us. Seeing her doubtful look on his, he added, He's probably slower, so don't worry. Okay, what was his name? He was born. He and the two legs call him Papti. He mewed. He was even here before the two leg kicks were born. Tuta nodded. Two, we all had to speak. The dog moved on to its soft nest in a small cave. They resumed sniffing around the tulek nest and came to a door with a little window to go through to the garden. Tuta pushed her way through the window and came to the biggest garden she had ever seen. It was hard rock at the bottom of the ziggy, on the bottom, and ziggy zaggy hills going as high as she could see. Nostan joined her on the ri- on the other side of the window and gazed up at the ziggy zaggy hill. Race to the top! Nostan yelled. They pelted up the zigzaggy rocks until they came to a big grassy area. Next to her, he heard Nostan gasp, Cool! and pelted around the garden at top speed. Suddenly, a familiar voice sounded over the fence in the field. Flacket! Blazekit! I'm here! It's me! The familiar voice croaked hoarsely. Both, both kits looked at each other and raced over the fence. There in the field was Blaze Flight. Sympathy stabbed her like a thorn when she realized how thin he was. He thought she thought that if the wind blew, he would be carried off with it. She could see every rib and bone through his matted pelt. She suddenly saw how haunted he was, his eyes wide and fearful, his body quivering like a leaf. When he saw his kits, he blew a sigh of relief and scrambled up to the top of the fence to brush his flanks to theirs. I've missed you both. Why are you here? Yeah, it is now. 
I smell dog. Father, Father, the dog isn't as is is old and doesn't want to hurt us. Please don't. Replied Nuston desperately. Okay then. Phew. Tuta rolled her eyes and began to explain how they got here, while Nostan sat motionless. Tuta glanced at Blaze Light, but his expression gave nothing away. His eyes were fixed on something only he could see. Blaze Light, what's wrong? And why are you here anyway? Blaze Light looked as if he was thinking for the right words because he fixed his piercing gaze on her. Because, because I wanted to see you, he stammered. Tuta knew this wasn't the real answer, so she looked into his eyes for a moment and he looked away. That and we wanted to mentor both of you here so we could go back to camp as warriors. He flicked his tail at the thorn bush. We could sleep here while you sleep in the tulip nest. You are six moons old now. His voice trailed away. He looked at his paws. Tuta and Nostan stared at each other in curiosity and excitement. Who is we? This time, Blaze Flight didn't answer, but kept examining his paws. Him and me. A new voice spoke, deep and amused. A large ginger tabby tomcat paced out into the open. He had powerful shoulders and strong muscles the first time she had seen him. But now he was a thin place flight. I am Amberstar, leader of Thunder Glen. I have come to mentor you. Fear first looking after the camp, he added to Blaze Flight. Yes, okay, mewed Blaze Flight. Amberstar turned to the kits again. I will mentor Blaze Kit and you, he flicked his tail to Blaze Flight. We'll mentor Flare Kit. Okay, mewed. Blaze, okay, mute Blaze fly again. Now I will do this ceremony. Amstar mewed and signaled them to jump off the fence. Once they were comfortable, they looked up at Amstar, who was gazing down at Tuta. Blaze Kit, you have reached the age of six moons. It is time for you to be apprenticed. From this day on until you receive your warrior name. You will be known as Blaze Paw. Your mentor will be me, Amberstar. He turned to Nostan. Flecket, you have reached the age of six moons and it is time for you to be apprenticed. From this day on until you receive your warrior name, you'll be known as Flepaw. Your mentor will be Blaze Flight. I hope Blaze Flight will pass down all he knows onto you. Amberstar landed softly on the ground and gently touched noses with newly named Blazepaw, while Blazeflight did the same with Flarepaw. Blazepaw and Flarepaw shared a joyful glance. Suddenly, one of their two legs calls, called out their name, all names, and Blazeflight and Amberstar leapt on top of the fence again. Training starts tomorrow, so be ready called Amberstar over his shoulder as he jumped off the other side of the fence. Blazepaw and Flarepaw bounded back to the two-leg nest and pushed through the window. The older two-leg kit instantly saw them and picked Flarepaw up. He began to stroke him and he looked up at it, bewildered. The mother two-leg picked Blazepaw up 
and carried them to a room not far from the window to the two-leg garden and placed them in a warm nest the two legs had made for them. Blaze forced Blaze Paul saw the two legs leave the room and close the door. She quickly fell into a deep sleep. <laughs>